It's Friday, so that means it's time to cover Raw from Monday, 2.0 from Tuesday, and Dynamite from Wednesday. There's some good stuff, there were some good matches, and then there was the normal, yeah, stupid, which I just don't understand why they do. Because they can make things matter if they actually put forth just a little effort. But I'll get to all of it after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome to Wrestling with Ski. Happy Friday to everybody. Hope you've had a good couple of days since Wednesday's show with Justin. We talked about the one and only Paul Heyman. I had a good time, learned some stuff. He seemed to learn some stuff, which is all really, really, really good. Yeah, I love learning stuff. I don't know about y'all, but learning is always a very popular thing for me to do. Never be too knowledgeable. And before we start, shout out again to Austin Boyer of Wrestling World. If you haven't checked it out, do it. He's on Good Pods, Spotify. I mean, he has a Twitter account under his own name where he shares stuff to many other platforms. And again, now different perspectives and everything on wrestling is not a bad thing as there's so many. So you get to hear his take on all the things he covers. So make sure you check that out and go on Good Pods. There's a lot of good stuff. So. Make sure you go on there and check it out. Now getting to everything that happened this week. Why? Like I know I say it all the time. It has to be getting old at this point. But why do they always have to, like for every good thing they do, why does there have to be something just as stupid on top of it? Like it's a serious, you know, it's a seriously good question. Like Why? Do they always have to do that? I don't get it. <clears throat> I mean, but they make up for it with like good matches at time. Yes, they make up for it with good stuff. But like, why does the dumb have to be so dumb? Um, to what they're good at. And that's for, you know, everyone across the board. Whether it's, you know, guys on the main roster, people on NXT, people in AEW. Like, whenever they do something so good, there has to be so much stupid. But sometimes it's not as bad. I just think there's a lot of wasted talent, really. And if they're just going to use them the way they are, why not release them? I don't know who the hell they have left to release, but why not release them? They're in the machine. You're just going to use them to, you know, just to get mauled by people and not actually use them for anything. Why are they around? And I know you need talent like that, but wouldn't it be great to have a roster? This chair's going to die today. Like in the Attitude Era, when you didn't know who was going to win any match, no matter who was in it. I mean, people like the Hurricane at the end of all that. If you want to call it Ruthless Aggression, whatever the hell era it was, I mean, he beat The Rock. Like who on the right mind saw that one coming? Was there all that stuff involved? Yeah, but. Still, rock, hurricane, hurricane one. They'll never do that anymore, which I find to be, you know, a problem in my eyes, which is what's taken a lot of the luster away from wrestling. And I think a bunch of people can agree with me on that. They just keep shooting themselves in the foot with a lot of their booking stuff and everything they do and how they build people because there isn't really a lot of character growth. But I'll get into all that. The giant problem that yeah, WWE's having, yeah, and that was just filling buildings. That has nothing to do with everything going on with the machine. Because again, 
every time we think AEW has a big bad, oh no, look, Jeff did this. DUIs, all that in trouble. You know, we have what antitrust lawsuits against Stephanie. We have the whole Vince thing going on now. We have one and a half million more stocks moving in the company right before the you know article dropped. Shows a little insider training. I mean, there's all kinds of bad stuff going on there right now, which could cause a big old storm of just garbage. But that's all I'm going to say because it's all still going. It's all still coming out, and I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. All I got to say is that's a lot of bad news. And I'm sure there's actually a lot. You know, there's, there's probably some honesty in that, which I don't like saying, but there probably like there's probably a lot of just bad things that are about to happen. I don't know what that's going to do for sponsors, or you know how much money Fox has given them, and I don't know what that's going to mean. But more will come out. Me and Justin will talk about it. Right now, it's still in its infancy, at least in the world's eye. So. Once we actually know things, you'll know. But <clears throat> all I know is it doesn't look good. And where there's smoke, there's normally some kind of fire. So not good, but we'll see how it all plays out. Which gets us to the flagship, at least it used to be the flagship show, Monday Night Raw. used to be. Really, I can't even tell you what the flagship show is anymore because there's just so much garbage across so much of it, but starting off with Ms. TV with Paul Heyman. Yeah, those both of them can talk, so I can't complain about that. No one should complain about that. I mean, anytime you get to see Heyman, we all know how me and Justin feel about him. The man can talk. The man has built matches without seeing Lesnar for years. I've been doing it for Roman. Like, he's just, he's good. It's what he does. It's been his passion, and he should be able to do as much and as long as he wants to, having Riddle come out, I think added a good you know, bit to it. And I think it was a great test to see, you know, what Riddle could really do on the mic, having yeah, you know, the Miz and Heyman in the ring, because we all know they're two of the you know, best talkers that we have. And I thought he held his own. I thought it was good. You know, they're testing him more and more with all of that. I hope it turns into something. You know, I don't think it's gonna turn into anything tonight, personally. No fans to him. Yeah, we all know something dumb's going to happen, but and they have to have Roman against Drew when they go to the Clash of the Castle. We know they're saving it for that. So it's another business thing as to why I don't think they're going to do it. But as long as they keep building something for Riddle, I'm okay. Yeah, I think he's earned it because he did put on hella good matches, but he did most of the damage when he's there tagging with people and with Randy. And he's super talented, regardless of how you feel about the gimmick. Because the first time I ever saw it, I was like, it was right when he came out, like his first time showing up at like a takeover, bro. And all I, I walked away. Like I couldn't listen to it anymore after like a minute or so, but I've come around. And I think everyone really can. And if you get past, you know, just the duh of it all and all the stoner references, which still could be, you know, make you smile, but. He can talk and he can wrestle, and that's a good thing. Adding him to that mix was good. And then the usual, which is why I don't understand, like everyone does it to include, you know, 2.0. SmackDown does it on the main, yeah. AEW loves to do it. Here comes the Usos down the ramp, and then here come the Profits to even it all out before their match, because it always has to turn into that. And then Jimmy defeated Montez Ford, thoroughly enjoyed the match, and not a stupid business. 
yeah, so they let them go at it. I still think their tag title match is going to be fantastic, just with everyone that's in the ring. See if they actually have them drop it or what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to. You know, you know, I think them having time off from being it would be good for the whole thing, but I think they're going to hold on until Roman loses everything. Personally, as of right now, just because of how big they are, and really they're the only thing holding it down while Roman doesn't show up to work at all. So I don't think they're going to drop it, but it's going to be a hell of a match, and it was a good match. For a raw, that was a good match. Seth did an interview and got attacked by AJ. And there's always popular. That's for Cody before he walked out. Becky and Dana for the 24-7 title. That was, I mean, if anyone saw it, Becky mauled Dana. There was no match. Asuka came down and whooped on Becky. And Becky retreats. I do hope, though, I do hope that as Alexa came out while Becky was still up on the stage and they, you know, glared at each other as they walked by, hopefully that leads to something down the road because at least her doing Something with her would be something real, I guess, is the phrase I'm looking for. They do something real with it and won't just be what they're doing with Alexa right now. And try, you know, her and Liv, whatever. She's in money in the bank. That's completely cool. You know, if them being tag team champs together, as everyone keeps mentioning on the internet, I'd kind of be okay with that. I mean, at least it would be something they could really see, you know, at least Liv being champion, but whole division sucks. In fact, I don't think the division exists anymore since they, those two dropped the belts on dude's desk, you know? So I prefer being Alexa and Becky, Alexa building towards going after the one problem is, you know, just going to get into the championship picture. Will it turn into anything? Probably not. But at least they planted the seed there by doing that. So we'll just see if they actually go through with it. That's really the gigantic one. Will they go through with it? I don't have faith in them. We shall see. Then, you know, Alexa and Liv defeated Nikki, A.S.H., and Dewdrop. Both qualified for the woman's money in the bank. I will say it was nice to see Nikki ditch the blue and is now in black and gold. And Alexa pinned Nikki. Shocker, Zeke and KO. Zeke wins by count out because KO's going off on the announce table. That is not Ezekiel, it's Elias. Same thing. And now apparently we're going to see Elias just a few short days on Raw. I think that would be the biggest no one saw coming. Boom, there is actually Elias comes out and there's like his twin brother the whole time. That would be the day right there. That would be. I mean, they literally would have got all of us if they do do that, but we'll see. I still think the whole thing sucks. MVP with Omos defeated Cedric Alexander. I wrote down this should suck. Then by the time it was all done, it did suck. Uh, Seth defeated AJ, became the first man to qualify for the Money in the Bank match. And the great match. And a shout out to Seth for getting AJ's foot out from under him so they could do that pinning predicament earlier in the match. Good job, Seth, for getting that out from underneath you. But again, those two had a great match. Who didn't expect them to have a great match? If you expect them to have a, you know, not have a good match, there's something wrong with you. Um, that's not us problem. Riddle defeated Champa with Miz on commentary. 
Uh, still talking about his balls, sadly, but you know, Riddle hitting an RKO for the win isn't the thing. This is what they're using with Champa, which is just like we saw what he did down in NXT. Like it's very easy what works. Like none of his stuff was anything crazy that they couldn't do there. Like having him have, yeah, sit there by a loading dock at the metal door, cut a promo, slam the chair behind him as he walks away. Like there's no reason he can't be doing that stuff and picking a target instead of just this. This is a damn shame what they're doing to Champa. I think he deserves better. This is, I think this is why years ago, I believe he did say he'd rather retire than go up to the main roster. I can never imagine why. Never, never could as to why, you know, he didn't want to do it because they're going to do just pure, unadulterated, stupid. I like how they're using him now, which is a damn shame. Uh, Bianca interview is normal Bianca stuff. Rhea and Judgment Day show up on the Tron, like expected. You know, and everything they said. Let's see if they pull the trigger on Rhea winning. Uh, Gable with Otis defeated Ali. That was a good shoosh by Ali to Gable, but Otis helped Gable get the win. <coughs> the debate of are they burying Ali? That was getting TV time. Yeah, but I mean, just keep on watching. You just get mauled all the time. I mean, you know, they're doing a good job. They got to lose, be in a title match in his hometown. Yeah, and get. And lose and he just goes out here and gets mauled by people all the time and again he did ask for his release which is why i'm even on the side of that but he did and you know how well those normally go over those things don't get better with time so there's that fear defeated ray mysterio with dominic mysterio <laughs> shocker and then lastly in theory pose off when we all knew bobby was gonna win the whole thing was stupid and Theory squirting the baby oil in his eyes and only drop kicking him once, and that's it. Like the whole attack, baby oil drop kick. Done. It'd be dumb and have him attack. I mean, that was very weak at the end of a very stupid, stupid main event segment. So congratulations to that. Granted, though, if you look, I mean Jimmy and Tez was probably the only thing that or no, Seth and AJ should have been the main event. There you go. That post off was just dumb. It was stupid. If you don't think it was stupid, you're stupid. That sucked. It was terrible. It was a waste of time. We all knew exactly what was going to happen, except only doing a drop kick, he rolls out, and that's it. Like, I mean, hopefully it was supposed to be bigger and there was just time constraints, but I found it to be done. It's like hair versus hair matches. I never really, yeah. Even though seeing, you know, Kurt Angle and Vince's responses to it was amazing. Like they did it good, right? Yeah, they did it good there, but you know, it's just pose offs. Like it's just guaranteed stupid. Um, and the rumor has it from WrestleTix that the building capacity for the show is 15,750 people and they only sold 3,167 tickets. Um, I thought it looked really, really dark and all that up top and extra quiet, but you know, they don't really sell that building well, you know, the greatest, but. To undersell that much, I mean, goes right back into Money in the Bank. They had a Legion Stadium, and now they're moving it to the smaller venue because they can't sell that many tickets. That should be a sign that you need to fix the program. Because people would go to it if it was actually good, if you had any stars on it. But when you're just letting people just sit at home and do nothing, you know, they built him to be the greatest thing on SmackDown, literally nothing else that whole time. What do you expect? You're not going to sell tickets. No one's going to want to spend that much money to go to a big old building. 
to see a show, they already know they're not going to see a title match or any of that stuff. Like it's just bad booking the way they've done it all. They buried themselves and that's what they get for giving us that much dumb. But yeah, there's just, thank God for Seth and AJ. Does that save the night? But there was so much. And Jimmy and Tez was good because you didn't know actually which way it was going to go, but the rest of them were quite obvious and it's a damn shame because with the talent they have, they can do better. They can do a lot better um and 2.0 creates defeated idris Anofe and malik blade for the first successful title defense for the tag titles and what i thought was a really good match i do like malik blade and idris Anofe. i like the creeds um they have a lot of good talent down there that wise well not a lot but they have some good talent in the tag division down there when it comes to that uh which is you know a really good thing because a lot of the rest of it's just really Weird, um, but that was good. The rest of it, there's a lot of just people thrown together, which I hate when they just throw people together. Well, here, you're going to be a tag team tonight. Like, actually build, like, something. Like, that's all I ask. But good way to start off the show, the dyad with Joe Gacy defeated Dante Chen and Javier Bernal. And again, Javier, Javier, yeah, I can read today. You know. Again, there's one of those random thrown together tag teams, but them wrestling with the hoods on and crushed velvet pajamas, like it has to be for them to do all that so we can't ever see them. Has to be someone we know. Hopefully, it wasn't someone that we knew and loved, but that's ridiculous. And I saw rumors of GYV, but impossible. I just body types inside those pajamas and moves just didn't, you know, and they switched them from the GYV to. Joe Gacy's morons, they might as well just leave because that's terrible. I don't like it. I thought it was dumb with them wrestling like that, but what do I know? Uh, the segment with Tony D, Two Dimes, Stacks, and Legato is even better to me for one reason because I'm pretty sure Two Dimes is already fired before they aired that. Heaven forbid they could just do it live. Heaven forbid. You know, it's amazing. Like he's gone. Yeah, well, his ass is on TV. And I swear he got fired before it aired. But I mean, really got to cut a whole entire thing. That's the problem. And you know, do it live. Like, really? Like, it's one thing. One show. It's not that hard. It's not like a Vince thing. Back when, remember I said it's kind of like Raw back when it sucked? Well, they're taping those too until they're forced not to. We're right back to that. Breaker defeated, you know, Duke Hudson. To remain champ is about 30 seconds. It was just dumb. Sucks to be Duke Hudson because they built him up so much before that breakout tournament. And now he's relegated to getting mauled by the champion in 30 seconds. So that sucks, but it is what it is. Excited to see what happens between Breaker and Grimes, though, because I think that match is going to be phenomenal just to see the other two styles clashing together. I think that'll be great. Like, I really do. I like Cameron Grimes' work. But again, is he the one to beat Breaker? I don't think so. But what do they do with him after that? Do they, you know, they call him up to bury him because that's what they do. But what does he have if he loses? Do they have him turn full heel? I don't know what they would do. But regardless, the match is going to be good. And I'm excited to see that just because, again, different style for Braun to face than he did last time with Gacy for so many months and even different than you know, Ziggler before that, Duke Hudson now, like, 
good to see what Braun can do and what stories can be told with the differing styles at such a young age, which he is at, and a lot of them are really. So that should be really, really good. I'm excited about that. I'm not excited about Giovanni. Giovanni Vinci defeating Guru Raj in a quick one. I hate it. I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. He should still be an Imperium. That thing sucks. Guarantee it's not going to last very long where he's going to get fired because it's terrible. He should still be an Imperium. That's all I'm going to say. He should still be there because that thing sucks. All of it. You can comment and tell me I'm wrong. But we all know that sucked. Uh, Mellow and Trick defeated Saxon two times with Tony D and Legato in a really, really quick one. And they're already pushing so much dissension in the ranks with Legato. And now there's no two dimes. So Tony D and Numbnuts stacks, there you go, are outnumbered by Legato. So, yeah, it's just one of those great timing things for him to go and pop and then having to get rid of him for a year. And then being outnumbered, just, <clears throat> they're going to have to pull the trigger on breaking that apart earlier than we all thought, it seems, because it's just dumb. I thought it was going to be dumb. It was. Still is. <clears throat> Sorry. And then the main event, Roxanne Perez, Cora J, Nindy Hartwell defeated all three members of Toxic Attraction. It just looked and felt off to me. You know, most of the match just didn't feel right. My personal opinion. Something just seemed off. Um, I don't know, you know what it was, but you know, the vibe of it all just had me thrown. It felt in a weird way. Um, but a shout out to Roxanne Perez for rolling up Gigi so delicately, not putting any weight on top of her when she pinned her. Because, I mean, you could tell she was hurt with the way they did. All of that good for her to notice and to get it done. Um, hopefully it isn't anything severe. I've been looking. I have not seen a single word, one from her or anyone about it. So I don't know. But hopefully it isn't severe so they can keep doing their thing because I think, yeah, toxic attraction really. I mean, they're that good. No offense to anyone else. No one else is really ready. So it'd be, it'd just be terrible to see them have to dump it. But hopefully it isn't bad again. I haven't seen anything. And people could say the match, you know, was bad because she was hurt. The match was only okay before she got hurt. Like it was still very underwhelming to me. Maybe I just went in there expecting too much for who was in the ring to put stuff on, but it just felt slow and off and yeah, it just wasn't my cup of tea. Sorry guys, but hopefully Gigi's okay because what else are they going to do without her there? And that brings us to Dynamite Road Rager. Mentioned hair versus hair, of course, Jericho defeated Ortiz, Kingston, Jericho Appreciation Society, everyone down there at ringside. Here came more reinforcements all of that. Um, the regal on commentary was good, but we knew there was going to be idiocy outside the ring. There was. Um, Sammy dressing up as Fuego del Solo and hitting Ortiz with Jericho's bat. That was a touch. As everyone's sitting there thinking, going, uh, because of all that. And so good on that, I guess. I like Fuego on Twitter. And man, why are you still in my gear? When he came back out later, which is a very valid question, but Ortiz shaving his own head, yelling blood and guts, whatever, something. And it's something for Sammy, again, better than what he was doing. For all those months, he was just flipping, flopping with the title. And, you know, him teaming up with Jericho is something, I guess, to go like, you know, he was already doing, you know, heelish things. 
but he was always the good guy then. So now he's back full heel and it gives him something to do, which is better than nothing. It's where better than where he was before. In my opinion, that just got really stale. It was just him going after the title, making out a tie. At least now he could be a heel with Jericho and do all of those things. And it won't make us all want to gouge our own eyes out, but there was that Wardlow defeated the 20 security guards, smart Mark Sterling at ringside. And it was as dumb as we expected. Some of the guys were, pinned with like their stomach down on top of the stack of people you know please god don't let them drag it out anymore just let it be over don't pull any unless his shoulders weren't down please just don't just leave it at that it was the dumbest thing he did from how hot he was to put him directly into this was stupid like it was really dumb to me didn't do anything to piss us all off that was that was really stupid like these papers sticking their nose into my camera shot and me not noticing it. But it was really, I didn't like it. I thought it was a bad way to come out of it. Now that he's over there with Scorpio Sky going after you know, TNT title, that's a good thing. Like that's where it should have went to because what did him be, you know, beating on all the security guards and random people, like still didn't help anything. He should have went straight into this without the stupid in between. Um, it was nice to see Tyron Woodley and Matt Hughes. Yeah, it's nice to see them again. I haven't seen them in years. I loved Matt Hughes used to fight. But, you know, Dan Lambert sixth them on Wardlow. Said they throw, you know, smart mark to a Wardlow for a powerbomb. Everyone's happy. Please, God, let it be over at that. Let the lawsuit thing be over and let him move on with the thing. With Scorpio Sky and all of them. And have something meaningful. Again, I've been saying it since they did it. That whole lawsuit thing was dumb. Like, he was that hot. And then you do that. That was dumb. I don't care what anyone says. You could try to tell me I'm wrong. I'm not going to listen to you on that one. We will argue. That stuff was dumb. That stuff did not need to happen. Don't care what you try to tell me. That, that was terrible. What wasn't terrible was Will Ospreay defeating Dax Harwood. And there was a lot of good stuff that happened there. Um, and I'm okay. We always talk about diving headbutts. I was okay with Dax doing a diving headbutt because, again, Osprey moved out of the way so he could protect himself. So he didn't, you know, thunk and cause any extra, you know, head injuries that wrestlers already have. And I thought it was a great match. I feel Dax is criminally underrated as a singles competitor. And, yes, you heard how much I used to talk trash about him. Their matches were, you know, they're good. It was just looking at them and them not – them being in the machine, which just didn't work. Good wrestlers didn't work. Never thought it was going to work. And he, he keeps putting on hella good matches, with whoever he's in the ring with. So good for Dax. I thought he earned, you know, everyone's respect with the matches he's been having, but then entered United empire. And then here comes, you know, cash Wheeler and Rapongi vice. And then orange Cassidy's back. And they're having a match. I think either Wednesday or, at Forbidden Door, I don't even remember, but Orange Cassidy's back and the whole world lost their mind. I still don't get it. Very talented with what he could do with his hands in his pockets, but hurts my head. Uh, John Moxley and Tanahashi face-to-face. Good on the mic. Again, entered Jericho, Sammy, Ty, all kinds of people, the normal idiocy that has to happen. There has to be a million run-ins all the time. Uh, Miro defeated Ethan Page with Dan Lambert at ringside. By submission to get into the All Atlantic, you know, championship match at Forbidden Door. Still don't 
get why there's a Japanese flag on there. I mean, all Atlantic, they're in the Pacific, but that's semantics at this point. Miro's in it. Hopefully they do something good with him. And he's been gone for a very long time. So we didn't even hear from him. So hopefully, you know, they put him back in there because I like Miro. Hell, I liked him at Rus- as Rusev there at the end. Thought he really figured it all out before it got stupid. A lot of people do, but good on that. Tony Storm defeated Britt Baker, Jamie Hader and Rebel. Thunder Rosa chased Hader to the back. Tony wins after hitting a Storm Zero. I'm pretty sure a lot of us didn't see it coming just because it's Britt and, you know, pretty much sums it up, actually. It's Britt. But good for that. I don't think she's going to beat Thunder Rosa. She won't. Again, there's still a little bit of time to build in between, but I'm pretty sure... Thunder Rose is going to hold on. I'm pretty sure we can all agree that Thunder Rose is going to hold on to the title, but we could always be wrong. I think it'll be a good match. So there's that. And then the Young Bucks defeat Jurassic Express in the tag, for the tag team titles in a ladder match, as we expected, a bunch of high spots and table spots. Like there's just tables broken all over God's creation. Um, Luchasaurus gets dumped off the ladder through four tables. It was reminiscent of Bubba. I think Bubba was a little higher. I say a little higher, he was way higher. Um, so that one had to suck, but it was reminiscent of Bubba at WrestleMania. So good on that. The real thing is Christian turning on Jungle Boy after the match, hitting the kill switch, the concerto, telling his mother that she raised a piece of shit after it was all over. The video's up there, it's out there. Yeah, hopefully they actually do something with it when Jungle Boy can return and he comes back after all of that. And it leads to something really good. That's all you can hope, but him turning, you know, heel, we'll see how it works out. And I'm sure he's going to have stuff with Lucha, Soros, and all that you know, until Jungle Boy comes back, you know, who knows. But him turning heel, and they did it, you know, well. So let's see how they do, you know, going forward with all of it whenever he comes back. So, you know, we're not going to see Jungle Boy right away. I mean, it is AEW, so he very well could be there next week. But, yeah, see where they do, where they go with it all. I thought they did the heel turn properly. Like that was the way to do it. Him helping him out of the ring and then doing it. We've seen it a million times, but you know, right there in front of his family, getting in their face, like they did it right. And that's all you can ask for with them, really. <laughs> like, do it right. Don't screw it up. Because it's easy to do things like that. And it's even easier to screw them up. But overall, you know, WWE needs to figure their stuff out. That's my big one. Just because, I mean, raw ticket sales were terrible. Um, and again, the people could say it was just a one-off, but look at how big of a deal they made for Money in the Bank with the Legion Stadium, and they had to switch to a much smaller venue. You know? So, they need to figure out they need to actually start putting on, like, good stuff. Like, don't build up one guy to be the end-all, be-all, and then have them never show up for work. That doesn't help anything at all. When your biggest attraction is never around. It could just be me, but they need to do better with that. And, you know, the Jeff thing sucks. I'm sure it's body pain. I'm sure it's bodily pain from taking all the bumps and crazy stuff like they were doing in that tag team title match in the ladder match. All those spots through tables and awful lot. Like, that hurts. That adds up. which doesn't help him at all. But here we are. And hopefully Gigi isn't too hurt. That's the real big one because I really don't think they have – 
know, fully working tag team down there that's ready for it yet, you know, to fill that void. So hopefully she's okay. And it's nothing severe. Again, time will tell, but I have not seen anything yet. You guys might have saw something that I missed, but hopefully it's nothing crazy. So I'm going to jump off there until Monday. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. No matter where you are, don't forget if you're listening to this on any of the platforms, go find the channel on YouTube and Rumble. Subscribe. Rate the stuff on the platforms where you can to include Facebook. If you're not on the Facebook page, go there. Twitter, Wrestling Ski. I do a lot of live stuff and I get to watch you know, tweeting and stuff and I get to watch stuff very interactive. On there, I respond. Um, and everyone on Good Pods, please feel free to go find the Facebook page, YouTube, Rumble, and subscribe to them as well. And I appreciate all you for getting the show to where it is in the rankings there. And I know we can keep doing better. So we're going to keep at it. We're not going to stop. I can stop, but I won't stop because it's something good going. I appreciate all of you. And one more shout out to Austin Boyer's show, Wrestling World, again, available on Good Pods. I know he's got a Twitter, sure, it's on Spotify and everywhere else, just like mine. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Also, I like true crime stuff. Ashley, Lana does Lullaby, the fear podcast. It sucked me, and it's really good. So check those out, too, while you're on Good Pods or anywhere else. But I appreciate it. Again, whether you're watching, listening, go to the Facebook page, YouTube, Rumble, you know, just hit subscribe. If you're listening on audio, you can still do it. Like the video, write a comment. Helps me out. Helps us, you know, get farther up the list when people type in wrestling. You know, and then this will pop up in their thing, which helps a lot. Just like rating it on Facebook. And I'll be back on Monday. So hopefully tonight doesn't suck. Hopefully there's no more really terrible news that we could talk about on Monday that comes out. If there's anything solid, any information, I'll make sure to do it. And enjoy your weekend. And until Monday, my friends, peace.